Podcast 23, Experiencing God with Gary Oates. Welcome to the Linda Brightman Podcast. I'm your host, Linda Brightman. God has called me to build the identity of Christians. Whether you're a new Christian or a seasoned leader, let me ask you one question. If I could crawl inside your mind for 24 hours, would I have a good day? Welcome to the podcast. I am here with Gary Oates, and we're going to be talking about experiencing God. Now, Gary Oates has been a pastor uh, for many years, and currently he's taking teams down to Latin America and kind of training them, releasing them into uh, various avenues of ministry where people are praying for the sick and seeing... uh, seeing people get set free. Well, Gary is a friend of mine, and he I see him as a father in the faith. He's been in full-time ministry since 1967 and planted five churches in five different cities in the United States. And since um, resigning from the pastorate in 2003, he's been uh, devoting full, himself full-time to the traveling ministry. Well, this is, the month of June is Father's Day month, so I wanted to have uh, what I see as fathers in the faith on this podcast. So, Gary, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Lynn. It's great to be here. Um, So, Gary, you know, we've been talking about, out together, about really, truly experiencing God and where the body of Christ is with that. And, you know, you have some interesting viewpoints on this. Can you share them? Well, yeah. Basically, over the 30 years of pastoring, I made every mistake you can possibly make as a pastor. Um, In fact, I could write a book on how not to pastor, and it'd probably be a bestseller. (laughs) But anyway, uh, I realized through all of that, so much of it was futile. I had developed so many traditions that I didn't even realize. I was raised in a church that handed out a bulletin every Sunday. And uh, I was determined I was not going to hand out an order of service. So we didn't, but we adopted our own order of service so that every Sunday it was, we followed exactly the same format. So I, I got to reevaluating that, and I realized that God was saying something totally different. So anyway, that was that was how the journey began. So it's it's funny what you're saying is you were determined not to operate in the current church traditions, and in that process, you created your own tradition. That's exactly right. <clears throat> so how and did so- you break out of that? Well, the tendency is that we want to blame God for our mistakes, for our failures, and because things don't go our way, we blame God. In fact, in Proverbs 19.3, it says, the foolishness of man ruins his way, and his heart rages against the Lord. So we get mad because of our own stupid stuff. And... uh, we, we realized that we truly do reap whatever we sow. 
And in Proverbs uh, 1, 30 and 31 says, they would not accept my counsel. They spurned all my reproof. So they shall eat of the fruit of their own way and be satiated with their own devices. And that was me. How did you, uh, how did you shake free of that? Well, it was a long, slow process, to be honest. Uh, I think coming to a realization about the Word of God as being the final authority, and if we patterned our lives after the Bible, the Word of God, everything would be totally different. In Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, um, it says that we're destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. And in Matthew 22, uh, verse 29, uh, Jesus said, you are wrong because you don't know the scriptures nor the power of God. And too much emphasis is placed on, on pleasing man rather than God. You know, in, uh, what is it, Second Timothy, let me, let me turn that real quick. In Second Timothy, um, um, it's here someplace. <laughs> um, <clears throat> in in Second Timothy four, uh, beginning in verse two, um, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort. See, we don't want to hear any of that. With great patience and instruction. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance with their own desires and will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. But you, well, anyway, that's, we'll stop right there. Um, we, we've, we've come to this ear tickling stage uh, culturally, it's not acceptable to obey the Word of God. That's interesting. You know, um, I know a lot of people are very hungry for more of God, and yet at the same time, the way I see it is their flesh is very strong, and what people want, what they want, uh, and are kind of putting their own personal, their fleshly, you know, desires. Now, first, now, how does a person start to deal with that and balance out who they are and who God is in their relationship with him? Well, in, um, in John chapter 14, um, you know, and it's, this is really interesting because if you would ask any believer, do you love Jesus? They would say, yes, I love Jesus. But in John chapter 14, Jesus said in verse 15, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. In verse 21, he who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and will disclose myself to him. Verse 23, Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. Verse 24, 
he who does not love me does not keep my words. So we see four times in, in nine verses, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll do what I say. If you don't love me, you won't do what I say. So we have to stop and think, did we do the last thing God told us to do? Were we obedient to that? You see, a demonstration of our love for him is acting in obedience to his word. And we've, we've fallen so short on that. It's not even funny. Well, Gary, you know, I, I mean, my experience of you is a very gracious, uh, compassionate, loving guy. And I know, you know, God gives us a lot of grace as we are navigating through all of this. So, but, and yet also Jesus is very clear about following him and his word and um, obedience to the word. So how do you as a father in the faith with, with love and grace pull people into this place of really experiencing God and out of their love for him rather than out of the law, uh, obeying him and well, you know, yeah. living by well, his command. See, obey has become a four-letter word. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, it really has. Because I didn't say we, that in my marriage vows. <laughs> we don't want to hear that. Um, but, you know, we have to ask ourselves, why do we do what we do? Do we, do we do what we do to please man, or do, do we do what we do to please God? Do we do what we do because we've adopted our religious traditions? You know, there was a lady that cut the end of the ham off to cook it. And there was another lady visiting her while she was doing that. She asked her, she said, why do you cut the end of the ham off? And she said, well, it just cooks better. And then she got to thinking, well, I don't know actually. So she called her mother and she said, mom, why do we cut the end of the ham off? And her mother said, well, because it just cooks better. And then the mother got to thinking about it. She said, well, you know, actually, I don't know. Call granny and ask her because I've learned it from her and you learned it from me. So she called granny. Granny said, well, I don't know why you cut the end of the ham off but I cut the end of the ham off because that's the only way it would fit in the pan that I had. <laughs> so all of this tradition was handed down three generations because it was started on, on a faulty principle to begin with. So, but we've done exactly the same thing uh, with church. Um, in, uh, in Matthew 15, 6, it says, you nullify the word of God for the sake of your tradition. And then, well, yeah. And then in Mark chapter 7, um, Mark chapter 7, um, Jesus, um, the, Pharisee, the Pharisee in verse 5, the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders? And he said to them, rightly did Isaiah prophesy 
of you hypocrites, for it is written, this people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. And of course, we see that today. People honor the Lord with their lips, mm -hmm. but their heart is not in it. But in vain, they do worship me, teaching as doctrines the precepts of man. Teaching as doctrine the precepts of men. Neglecting the commandment of God, you hold to the traditions of men. He was also saying to them, you are experts at setting aside the commandment of God in order to keep your tradition. Now, Again, he said it several times in verse 13, thus invalidating the word of God by your tradition, which you have handed down. Anytime he repeats himself in, uh, in a few verses like that, and just like on Do You Love Me, um, there's a reason behind that. He wants us really to get the message. And we have adopted so many traditions that it's blocked a move of the Spirit of God. It's actually grieved God's Spirit. When we gather together, there should be total freedom in the church. There should be total freedom to respond to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, where the giftings of God are manifested through the body of Christ. Everybody, in fact, in Ephesians chapter 4, it talks about every member supplying according to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building of, its, of itself in love. Um, verse 16 of chapter 4, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies according to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. And so we've, we've invalidated all of that because of our tradition. You know, Gary, what I see go happening is really a heart issue. It's That's a heart right. issue. And right. how do we um, draw people into that place of hunger for, and I don't know if hunger is even the right word. It is uh, people knowing that they're loved and receiving God's love. And because it's because he loves us, we're able to love him. How do we help people, um, you know, realize and know and experience and walk in God's love for them? because that's what the game changer is. Otherwise, if they are obedient because, you know, it says be obedient, then it's, they're putting themselves more under the law than out of relationship. So how do we help people develop that relationship? Well, that's critical in understanding it's the foundation that the Christian life is built on, developing an intimate relationship with the Father. It's, it's absolutely necessary. Um, you know, one time I was ministering not long ago in a church, and I told the people, I said, because I was talking about a book that I wrote, and I said, don't buy this book if you're going to read it in place of the Bible. And see, 
we've gotten so far away from the Word of God, it requires coming back to the Word of God, understanding the Word, reading the book of Proverbs every day. There's 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs, uh, one for each day of the month. That's critical in understanding our, our, our relationship with the Lord of who we are and who He is. It's a book on how to do life. It's a book on wisdom. So that's foundational. But as we develop that close, deep, intimate relationship with the Father, then we start hitting on all cylinders. We can hear His voice clearly. We can literally see what He's doing. Um, you know, everything, everything changes in our lives as we begin to dial down, you know, the, in uh, Psalm 46.10, it says, be still and know that I'm God. Those words, be still, literally mean to cease striving, to let go, to relax, to turn the volume of the world down and soak in his presence. Now, that's what we have to do. The promise is that we will know that he's God. And that word know is not talking about an intellectual knowledge about God. Rather, it is an experiential knowledge of God. He didn't say, be still and, and you'll know a lot of facts about me. You'll be able to quote scriptures or you'll, you know, that, that, that's not what he's talking about. That word no literally means experience, an experiential knowledge. That means that as we get still and quiet before him, as we come into his presence, we will experience the reality of him in our lives. Okay, yeah. so Gary, there are a lot of people out there who want to experience God more, and they want to hear God. And it's like they're caught in this net of, of tradition, of fighting their flesh, but they want to experience him. So if you were mentoring somebody in that place, because I have a sense there are a lot of people listening who that's their heart. How, if you're mentoring them, how, what would you say? What would you do? What would, how would you lead them? Well, that is an involved answer, to be honest. Um, it's starting with the basics of devoting ourselves to the Word of God, understanding the Word, like I said, reading the Word of God. What I do typically uh, every day, I read the book of Proverbs, the chapter that corresponds to the day of the month, but I read it slowly. I don't speed read it um, because in the past, when I would finish reading the Bible, I, would, I was clueless about what I just read. So if we read it slowly, if we apply it to ourselves rather than somebody else, we can then internalize the fact of what God is trying to say to us personally, okay? Now, that puts me in a place of connecting with the Lord because one thing that I'll read will it'll spark something else in the Word of God, and I'll turn there and I'll read that as a reference. And I, I basically uh, pray read the Word. I pray into it and apply it to myself as I go. Okay, that gets me focused in on the things of God. Then 
I get still and quiet. First, I, I repent of my sins. I ask God to completely forgive me. I want to be a clear conduit of his presence and of his power. And, and then I yield over my five spiritual senses. I stir up the, the, um, the ability to see in the spirit, my spiritual sight, my spiritual hearing, my spiritual sense of smell, spiritual sense of taste, and spiritual sense of feeling or, or emotion. After having done that, that gets me into that place where I can literally see him. I can experience his presence in a fresh new way. I can literally hear his voice. I can smell the fragrance of his presence. I can literally taste and see that he's good. I can feel his embrace. And then I get real still and get real quiet. And the Lord begins to speak to me. And so I journal. I write down what I feel like he's saying. And I do that every day. Now, I think it's really important to write down and keep a journal of spiritual things, not a journal of just what's happened during the day or that sort of thing, but a spiritual journal of dialoguing with the Father. Write down what he's saying as he says it. And I think it's really important to write down one sentence at a time as he speaks it. Don't wait and say, oh, this is good. I'll wait and write it down later. No, it doesn't work. As you write it, he will dictate to you uh, exactly what, what to write. So that's the beginning point of that connection with the Father. And that's what we're after. If we experience that every day, it's experiencing the manifest presence of God every day. We do it at, well, and we, well, like when we go to church, we, um, during times of worship, we think, whoa, boy, this is really cool. I mean, God is really here. And we experience his manifest presence. Um, but it's a game changer when we experience his manifest presence every day of the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at home alone. That's when we truly develop that close, deep, intimate relationship with the Father. You know, Gary, that is really good. And that's an that's excellent uh, place. Uh, for people to start, I want to say, or continue from wherever they're at right now and pursue God. Now, um, Gary, we're going to end this podcast for today, but I would like to have you back and talk more about experiencing the manifest presence of God and uh, your uh, ministry where you, uh, the aspect of your ministry where you were caught up into the presence of the Lord and began seeing the ministry of angels in the realm of the spirit. So I'd like to have you back if you're willing and we'll explore further. Okay, sounds good. Okay, okay, Gary, thank you for having, for being on this show. So you listeners out there, um, I pray that this has stirred you to a place of, of just greater hunger, but also seeing, wow, I can go into his presence and be still and know that he is God. I can experience God. And 
you know, this is the most important part of this podcast is maybe you have accepted Jesus into your heart or, and you've walked away, uh, or maybe you never have. So this is a time where you can commit and or recommit your life to Jesus. And you've been hearing us talking about him and talking about the presence of God and the love of God for you. And this is a time to say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I want you. I want you as Lord of my life. And I, I want to know you. And I, I, I'm just tired of trying to do this thing called life on my own and by myself. And for you uh, people out there who you've been in church, but you recognize from our conversation so many of the traditions, and it's really kept you from experiencing God. Well, this is a time for you to say, okay, Lord, I, I don't want the traditions. I want you. I want the real deal. So right now, if this is, if you feel that sense inside of you of just that God is stirring in you, that's really the spirit of God drawing you into relationship with him. So uh, pray with me, pray after me, uh, Lord Jesus. I'm asking you to come into my heart. Forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for all the dumb things that I've done that were against you, whether knowingly or unknowingly. I am sorry. I need Jesus. And I thank you for dying on the cross for me. Come into my heart and wipe the slate clean. The slate of my life, clean, fresh. All things brand new. Teach me how to know you and how to experience you. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, you guys, thank you for being with us today. And uh, I will we'll see you again next week. God bless you.